Hello everyone, my name is J.B. Hickson with Not By Works Ministries, where truth is sensational, but never sensationalized. This week's Culture Shock episode is entitled, Who Are They? You know, I saw an article this week that reminded me of this question, which inevitably comes up whenever I speak on issues related to the global elite, or the Luciferian conspiracy, or other topics connected to Satan's New World Order agenda. I'll get to the article that reminded me of this question in a moment, but first, I'd like to say a little bit more about the question itself, this question that emanates from the uninformed masses. You know, whenever I mention something that they, the global elite, did, or something that they are doing, people will often say, wait a minute, JB, who are they? And then they usually follow that up with the knee-jerk declaration, you know, you sound like a conspiracy theorist, which of course only proves that the questioner is a victim of the psycholinguistic mind control program first launched by the CIA in 1967. Perhaps you're unfamiliar with the CIA document 1035-960, first revealed through a Freedom of Information Act request in 1976, nine years after the program had been going strong. This document proves without any doubt that the CIA coined the term conspiracy theory and recommended methods for discrediting various views that contradict the official government narrative on any subject. The dispatch was stamped Psych, short for Psychological Operations or Disinformation, and also CS, short for the CIA's Clandestine Services Unit. Conspiracy theory was originally created as a weaponized phrase for use in discrediting those who questioned the Warren Commission report about the assassination of JFK. Over time, however, it's become a term used to discredit anyone who questions the official government narrative on any issue. This mind control tool is discussed often in academic circles and journals and textbooks. It's called, quote, psycholinguistic tool for mimetic hegemony. Now there's a mouthful, typical academic phrase. Let me say that again. The psycholinguistic tool for mimetic hegemony. What in the world does that mean? Well, it means the process of using memes, mimetic, to advance the hegemony, dominance, or control of the global Luciferian elites. And now more than 50 years later, the same psycholinguistic technique is being used today as it relates to so-called fake news or fact checkers or COVID deniers or the vaccine hesitant. Kaz Sunstein has written and lectured about this psycholinguistic mind control tool extensively and demonstrated how helpful it can be in advancing the government's narrative. Sunstein is an American legal scholar who served as Obama's administrator of the White House Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs. He's known for his, quote, research into linguistic thought control and subliminal indoctrination as a means of behavior modification, end quote. He developed what is often called the nudge theory of behavior modification. And listen to this quote from one of Sunstein's articles in the Journal of Political Philosophy. He said, quote, what can government do about these nasty conspiracy theories? Oh, my. Well, he said, we can readily imagine a series of possible responses. We can ban conspiracy theorizing, and we might also impose some kind of tax, financial or otherwise, on those who disseminate such theories. The article, by the way, was entitled Conspiracy Theories, Causes and Cures. Sunstein also recommended and implemented a program of what he termed cognitive infiltration, in which paid government agents would infiltrate truth movements and uncover and spread misinformation to discredit them. Now, at this point, you're probably wondering, where in the world am I going with all of this? And am I a conspiracy theorist, as the government and Kaz Sunstein defines that phrase? Well, let me quickly point out that I don't believe in conspiracy theories, of course, except the ones 
that are true. You see, contrary to what Sunstein and other operatives in the CIA's PSYOPs program want you to think, conspiracies are not automatically false. In fact, a conspiracy is simply an agreement between two or more people to commit a crime. In fact, about 75% of all federal criminal prosecutions and a large percentage of state cases involve prosecutions for conspiracy. So if conspiracies don't exist and are merely far-fetched machinations of the mentally ill, as the government suggests they are, then there must be a ton of mentally ill federal attorneys. And now that I think about it, well, never mind. So when you come across the best-selling books by Sunstein and his ilk, like conspiracy theories and other dangerous ideas, just remember your thoughts and perceptions are being manipulated by a highly advanced massive psycholinguistic mind control campaign. Now, back to my original question. Who are they? Underlying this question is an assumption that they, whoever they are, would never hurt me or never have nefarious motives. It's an implicit denial that an evil they exists in our world and that they're out to get me. And by the way, just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean people aren't really out to get me. In fact, I'm so paranoid, I think people in front of me are following me. So what was the news headline I saw this week that prompted this little reminder about the malevolent global elite and those that are seeking power and control that don't care one bit about who they hurt along the way? Well, it was from the Daily Mail and several other news organizations with this headline, quote, Florida residents furious over live experiment to release a billion genetically engineered mosquitoes. The Florida Keys will have a billion genetically engineered mosquitoes released over the next two years, beginning this week. The official narrative is that these mosquitoes, engineered by Oxitech, a British biotech company, will reduce the numbers of a particular natural mosquito that carries diseases. Floridians, however, are calling for the United States Environmental Protection Agency to end this live experiment that essentially turns residents into lab rats. Now, if you think they would never hurt us, then no worries. Nothing to see here. Just move along. Ignore this news report and go back to watching TV and reading books by Kaz Sunstein. But for my part, I've seen this movie before, more than once. It was called Operation Big Buzz, the catastrophic experiment that was conducted by the U.S. government in 1955, in which the government released millions of natural mosquitoes known to carry yellow fever into Georgia parks. The goal was to determine how effective insects could be in biological warfare, and they quickly dispersed into the suburbs, and the people of Savannah, Georgia, were hit particularly hard. Government officials even disguised themselves as healthcare officials in order to effectively record the mosquito bites and track their locations. Many other experiments similar to Operation Big Buzz have also been conducted on U.S. citizens, such as Operation Dropkick. Between April and November of 1956, the U.S. Army uh, conducted Operation Dropkick also in Savannah, Georgia, to test the practicality of employing mosquitoes to carry an entomological warfare agent out into the enemy camp. Well, so sure, why not play war games with live weapons on our own unsuspecting citizens. Of course, it's very patriotic. After all, I'm sure they won't mind. And within a day, mosquitoes had bitten hundreds of people, causing serious injuries and death. In 1958, oops, they did it again, the Corps released another 600,000 mosquitoes, this time in Avon Park, Florida. And let's not forget Operation Big Itch. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Operation Big Itch involved the government releasing fleas into the public at Dugway Proving Ground in Utah in 1954. And like the goal for Operations Big Buzz and Dropkick, Operation Big Itch was meant to determine how effective fleas would be in spreading disease in biological warfare. 
So sure, let's try it now in the Florida Keys. And this time, let's use super soldier mosquitoes created in a lab by a foreign country, no less. It can't possibly be dangerous because they would never hurt us, right? Well, if you think they would never do anything like that, or they would never hurt us, or they are only trying to help, you don't really understand them. If you think evil elements within our government who are part of a larger global conspiracy, yes, conspiracy, would never harm us, think again. Consider Operation Sea Spray in 1950, when the Army sprayed biological warfare on unsuspecting citizens in San Francisco just to test how they affected people. Or consider the measles vaccine experiments as recently as 1990 and 91 put forth by the CDC in which doctors knowingly injected babies in the third world uh, with this vaccine causing serious immune problems and many deaths and then knowing the results they went on to test it further in the United States on African-American and Hispanic babies in Los Angeles. More than 1,500 babies were exposed to this experimental drug. The study eventually came to an end when it was discovered that children were dying at an alarming rate. Sound familiar? So when the CDC and our government says, here, take this experimental vaccine, a vaccine that's never been fully tested for COVID, a virus that 99% plus Americans survive, you know, just trust them. Roll up your sleeve. You know, I don't have time to go into dozens of other examples, but if you don't believe they exist or you think they would never hurt you, just look up the Willowbrook experiments, the horrific experiments from 1956 to 1970 in Staten Island, New York at a children's home. Or look up MKUltra, a widespread and devastating mind control experiment. Or do some research into the real agenda behind the water fluoridation program that swept this country decades ago. You know, you'll soon discover who they are. So how should Christians respond? Well, first of all, we need to recognize there is a very real spiritual battle being waged in the unseen realm involving a very real devil. The Bible tells us we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. And as I've demonstrated in my Spirit of the Antichrist series, 18 videos, Satan is co-conspiring with human agents to help him in this battle. We also need to remember that the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one, according to 1 John 5, 19. And we need to exercise discernment, as 1 John 4, 1 says, test the spirits, and many false prophets have gone out in the world, we're warned. So don't believe everything you hear or read. Do some research and use a little common sense. And if you're not a Christian, let me encourage you to stop blindly trusting the government and instead trust in Jesus Christ, the very Son of God who died and rose again and is the only one who can forgive your sin and give you eternal life. Well, this has been Culture Shock, and my name is J.B. Hicks, and be sure to check out all of our other resources at notbyworks.org, including links to past Culture Shock videos. And please share this important episode with other culture warriors. And while you're at our website, be sure to sign up for our newsletter right there on the homepage. It's a great way to stay in touch with us, uh, find out where I'll be speaking next, l listen to several videos that are recorded every week at different speaking engagements, and read articles that I write and so forth. But we'd love to stay connected with you and hear from you as well. And remember, truth is sensational, but never sensationalized. Thank you for watching and listening. God bless.